Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music, Tears of Joy, by David Feslian, FeslianStudios.com. Welcome back to Channeling Christ. I'm Reva Christ, and we are on episode 45. And we will be continuing with Christ's dissertation as he speaks of the all-illuminating mind of creation. Jumping into the cosmic stream, I'll be reading from the telepathic communication I received from Christ. We define God as the all-illuminating mind of creation the plane of pure intelligence that casts off all the intelligent waves of creation, which are full of pure potential and unlimited possibilities. The higher mind is the portal through which we are connected to the Creator and the larger conscious universe. The lower mind is the mind of the body. The higher is the mind of the astral planes. The lower mind is the mind of the body, but it is not the brain, for the brain is a flesh component that is susceptible to injury, disease, and death. The lower mind is a part of the human energy field, which is a conscious universe all of its own. The higher mind connects to the larger conscious universe. The lower mind records all of the body's experiences on earth. The power of divinity is the power of rational thinking, logical thinking, mental comprehension, mental consideration, mental contemplation, and mental discernment. When these tools of intelligence are utilized in the human mind for the refinement of all human information, and when human information has been refined to serve the higher mind through the use of these intelligent tools, then the mind is operating according to divinity. When the mind does not utilize its intelligent tools of rational thinking, logical thinking, mental comprehension, mental consideration, mental contemplation, and mental discernment, there is no divine operation in the mind. The mind is coarse and unevolved. Intelligence is a sign of evolution but only if intelligence serves the intelligence of natural, perpetual, living creation. When intelligence is used to invent ways of destruction, suffering, and death, this is not intelligence, it is mental corruption. There is no divinity in destruction. When intelligence is used to invent artificial and synthetic properties and particles and materials, this is not true intelligence. It is mental folly. These things may serve the mortal lifespan, but there is no life in them. And as there is no life in these things, so there is no divinity. Understand life is not your artificial and synthetic life that you manufacture and invent. This is your mortal understanding of life. We as evolved beings that hold divine minds, do not recognize your artificial and synthetic inventions as true life. These things are abominations to true life and the true cosmic creation.
creator. All of your experiments in genetic enhancement and invention are also an abomination, and only abominations will be produced, which is why you only produce mutations of the genetic code that produce cancers and conditions of deformity and brain defects. As for your inventions that aid in your physical comfort, while we do not begrudge you your comforts in the world, and while we see a benefit to indoor plumbing, heating, cooling, bathing, and washing machines, we seek the intelligent design of comfort that also serves the environment and maintains a whole and healthy ecosystem for a whole and healthy web of life. While man thinks purely of profit, his mind is set on greed and self-service, not on the welfare of his planet or the web of life. This is not whole thinking, and as man does not utilize whole thinking, so his thinking is not divine, it is corrupt. Man does not try to make the physical life experience better for all. He only attempts to make life better for himself, and he forces his ideas down the throats of all life on the planet in order to subdue all life so it falls under his command and is at his mercy, and man does what he wants with that life, with no regard for the creator or creation. As it said in Ephesians 4.17.32, and it is still true today, in the futility of their thinking, they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. Such minds are not divine, nor are they intelligent. They are only obsessed by the leanings and longings of the body. When capitalism was first getting started, men used their religions to justify their aims. Those in wealth commanded all religions by controlling the words in the Bible, even to the point of rewriting scriptures, so scriptures served human kings and human rulers, and God was no longer served. One example of this is the King James Bible. The result is that God became only man's idea of God. And man's idea of God was man's idea of himself. As supreme ruler of the world, he invented and dominated. The scriptures that you read that support violence, persecution, mayhem, deceit, malice, and broken promises are not heaven-sent, but are man's thinking. The prophets themselves changed God's words because they feared for their own lives. Men were opposed to higher thoughts of mercy, kindness, honor, decency, grace, benevolence, and perfect thinking, and perfect behavior. They had their hearts fixed on immorality and depravity, and they wanted to be exonerated from all blame for partaking in dishonorable actions and immoral behavior. They wanted to make the wrong right, and so they threatened the prophets with bodily harm to turn the teachings of God, so they served man's impropriety and not God's divinity.
and the prophets in fear for their own safety relented and let man have his way. And then men fed the lies and depravity to their children, and the clergy fed these lies to their congregations. So the world was full of nothing but lies that served man. And God became nothing more than a flesh man created by the flesh leanings and longings of men. The King James Bible has been translated into over 230 different versions, all curtailed according to the author's beliefs. But all along, man's God has always been the product of his imagination. Man's God was never the truth of God because men hated the truth of God. The truth of God was too high for them to reach. The truth of God made them see how inferior they were, and rather than wanting to evolve to God's height, which would be to evolve to human divinity, man decided to curse God and pursue degradation instead, the opposite end of the spectrum. He was like a child that refused to learn to use a potty chair. He preferred to relieve himself in his pants, and if anyone complained of the smell, he would destroy them. So no one did say anything. They just let him continue doing as he pleased. Man's flesh God is man, but the true God is not flesh, and the true God is not man. God is a concept beyond the understanding of the flesh mind, because the flesh mind is limited in intelligence and cannot accept it. The true God is pure intelligent energy in a one-dimensional plane of pure intelligent energy waves that hold all potential for creation and every possibility that can be created. And the waves that are cast off from this plane seek other waves of equal vibration and they join together until there is enough waves to create a new plane of intelligence and each plane of intelligence represents one of the planes in the multi-dimensional matter-verse. Intelligence had to come first. Intelligence had to be compressed in order to create a multi-dimensional universe and this is why there is matter. Matter is merely a condition of physical layers of metaphysical planes of intelligence each plane corresponding to one of the senses experienced in the metaverse. Sight, touch, taste, smell, hearing, feeling, emotion, empathy, the psychic gifts, rational thinking, logical thinking, intelligent comprehension, intelligent contemplation, and discernment and intelligent wisdom. What you see, touch, taste, smell, hear and experience in the metaverse is the result of multi-dimensional senses that come from your intelligent metaphysical energy body. As your energy body is intelligent, your energy body is your mind. The mind focused on the flesh is hostile to God. It cannot hear or know God because it is opposed to God. And as it is opposed to God, so it cannot hear what God says. It only hears its own thoughts, and it believes its own thoughts are God's thoughts. But the truth is, you are far away from God and God's thoughts, and it has been this way since man was first created. 
You come from a long line of fleshmen that have sworn an allegiance to dark forces, and they have fed the propaganda of these dark forces to you under the threat of punishment if you did not memorize and obey their corrupt teachings. My return is to expose the darkness of millions of years, to overturn the thrones of the dark-minded leaders that have enslaved you, and to free all those who wish to hold the light of truth. Examine the light of truth. Weigh it carefully. Ponder it. Reflect on it. Discern it so you may comprehend it and know its wisdom for yourself. Only then will you believe, and through your belief, you will be free from man's enslavement of your mind. As long as your mind is enslaved, you will not evolve. You cannot evolve because man does not hold evolutionary programming. Man only promotes self-serving programming and his self-serving programming all leads to death, which is the end of life and evolution. Only the higher cosmic knowledge of God and the intelligence of creation can evolve. And to hold this knowledge, you must be connected to God, for part of this intelligence is in sentient communication with God and the web of life. The teachings you have learned from men are only the teachings that man tells, for man tells his own story, and his story is always motivated by self-interest. Those who cause dissension rise up against morality. They fight against decency, honor, benevolence, and virtue, because the moral climate is a climate they cannot succeed in when all their thoughts are centered on immoral gain. The reason we teach morality is that morality is higher intelligence. See the proof for yourself. Can you think clearly when you are angry, resentful, jealous, bitter, or miserable? How well do you think when you are inspired with joy, love, peace, kindness, mercy, and gentleness. The mind is open to higher qualities, and the mind closes out to all lower propensities. Anger closes all windows of hope and evolution, while the purity of love that is God's love opens all windows of hope and evolution. What is the purity of God's love? 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. As it does not dishonor, so it also does no harm. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. The next time you think you love, compare your love to this. 
There is no divorce in my love. There is no abandonment. There is no deprivation. There is no oppression. There is no incarceration or enforced slavery. You are not an underling. You are my equal. This is my love. My love is open, and because it is open, so it is nurturing for intelligence to grow. And this is what you want if you want to evolve. Understand the difference between divine thought and man's thought. Man sees it is right to enslave, oppress, and dominate. So through punishment and deprivation, which is also hindrance, others will suffer with less while he has more, and the victims will not retaliate. This is man's kind of love. This is man's way and man's law, and it is the immoral way. It is not divine or holy. Men like these rise up against equality between genders, classes, and races. They rise up against sexual preference and the right to equal wage. They rise up against protecting the environment and the wildlife of the earth. These men are exclusive, where my love is all-inclusive. And make no mistake, the man that only gives half measures of protection to the environment and the wildlife of the earth is not a good man, nor is he a fair and honest man. This man is also corrupt, for goodness, fairness, and honesty go all the way. There are no half measures in holiness. These are the ones to keep your eye on, for these men do not have the interests of their planet or their fellow man on their minds. They only have their own interests at heart. And these men will never evolve, for there is no intelligence in them. There is only greed and self-service. Look at your laws. See how your housing is only enforced to a minimum standard rather than a maximum standard. This is shameful. Your laws are not made to protect all in the web of life. Your laws are made to protect only the wealthy and most importantly, only the land owners. See the truth in an old scripture. Psalm 10, 17, 18. O Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to vindicate the orphan and the oppressed, so that man who is of the earth will no longer cause terror. When you read the word orphan and widow, you think of a motherless child and a woman who has lost her husband to death. But the higher mind sees higher reasoning. The orphan also refers to anyone who is ostracized and isolated, outcast and shunned through persecution, so they have no home, so they are not held in the bosom of the community. Are such people rejected because of the higher mind? No, it is not the higher mind that rejects, it is the lower mind that repels and ostracizes. 
It is the lower mind that causes oppression, enslavement, persecution, and suffering. And as man is ruled by his lower mind, so he outcasts his own brethren through limiting their resources and diminishing their earnings, oppressing their rise to self-empowerment. He claims all the reward for himself and makes all others orphans. This is the men that rule the earth, and they do not rule with love, but they pass off divisive thinking, greed, and self-service as their kind of love. They promote killing as love, for they slaughter animals daily for food, and then they hunt animals for pleasure. And if you are not alarmed that the men that lead you would find animal slaughter a pleasure, you should be. For it does not take much to go from animal slaughter to human slaughter. And in truth, human slaughter is also practiced. For it is called war, genocide, and justifiable homicide in the pursuit of active duty in law enforcement. The widow is not just a representation of the woman who has lost her husband to death, but she also represents the women who are disempowered by the men who run society with their hearts set on greed and keeping women below them through oppression, subjugation, limitation, and ostracization. Men say a woman without a husband has no power, for only the husband can have power. So the woman without a husband also has no power. And even without a husband, that woman is a widow, for she is in mourning for the life she will never know because men have taken away her right to liberty and equality, and they have robbed her of her right to know her own empowerment. When your higher mind discerns the scriptures, higher learning is revealed. The man who oppresses and disempowers others, the man who rules by limiting others, is not a man that thinks with a higher mind. He is a servant of the lower mind, creating his lower world of misery, and imprisoning all others within its walls. He imprisons the planet through his oppressive and deadly poisons and pollution. He imprisons the kingdoms of the world through his industries that enslave the animals, incarcerate them in miserable conditions, and then slaughters them and uses their bodies for his food and materials. And he imprisons people by raising himself above the most vulnerable and needy and denying them the right to health care, food, clean, affordable housing, dental care, and an equal wage to his own earnings. Such men are not divine or holy, and such men do not operate from a higher place. They do not think with their higher mind, and they are not connected to the Creator that comes from the highest plane in the conscious universe. These men think from their lower mind. They build lower worlds, and they rule to protect their lower ideas and their lower practices and cultures that enslave the minds of men and women, enforcing poverty, oppression, and deprivation, while promoting the right to slaughter and the right to kill. This is not divine, and it is not holy. This is the unholy way. Isaiah 55, 7. Let the wicked man forsake his own way, and the unrighteous man his own thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, so that he may have compassion. The man who oppresses and disempowers others, the man who rules by limiting others, is not a man that chooses a road to divinity. This man is on a road to oblivion. Divinity is the state of the one God, 
the one creator that holds the highest possibilities and the highest potential in his hand. And these things are equal to benevolence, mercy, goodness, generosity, gentleness, kindness, patience, forbearance, and self-control. Only men can pretend to be gentle and then turn cruel. Only men can pretend to be benevolent and then turn malevolent. Only men can pretend kindness and then turn merciless. And only men can pretend control and then lose control and kill. The superior ways of God cannot change because they do not hold a human mind that changes its thought or its will or intention. The superior waves of God hold pure impulses that are incorruptible. There is no person guiding them that can change his mind. A person is a lower creation from a lower world. Only the lower world is chaotic and shifting all the time from one point of view to another. The perfect mind does not shift. The perfect mind is impervious to chaotic thinking. It is aligned to superior intelligence and only seeks to connect to superior intelligence. It will not engage anything less. The mind of man is a mind of inferior intelligence that is aligned to inferior intelligence, so it is always seeking inferior intelligence. It will not engage anything higher. Divinity is the higher road, and what is invented below this is invented by man, worshipped by men, and celebrated by man as his claim to human godhood. But there is no godhood in any mortal man, for gravity rules the mortal heart and mind, so it also rules the senses and the moods, and where gravity leads, only destruction follows, while the true creator remains on his anti-gravity throne in his plane of peace. All things must be exposed to the light. There can be no darkness. The enemy must be known. There can be no concealment. And when the light unmasks that enemy, if it cannot be made pure, then it will not be an ally. All three adversaries, all three points of opposition must be known. All three must be revealed. No one can be allowed to operate in a cloak of darkness. I ask Jesus, what are the three points of opposition? What are the three adversaries? Jesus replies, oppression, limitation, and deprivation. As long as these three points of opposition exist, those who hold the cosmic seeds will not know us. And as they do not know us, so they will not know their true cosmic potential. All seeds that wish to know the truth must know their cosmic potential, and those that wish to rise must be granted the opportunity to rise. All aspects must be joined in order so the whole is complete, and then the whole will rise. The body of Christ will be free of man, and he will come into his own as the reigning light of divinity. There cannot be one, because there is always two, the yin and the yen, the masculine and the feminine. All must take the journey in order that the two be refined, the masculine to his highest potential and the feminine to her highest potential. And then the masculine and the feminine merge into one body of all potential, and God is made whole. The impervious, delicate, refined, superior wave of creation, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, 
all come together in magnificent completion as the star of creation. I say oppression, limitation, and deprivation thrive on suffering, and through the lust for suffering, violence is born. How do we reveal these things to the light? Jesus explains, we consistently draw them out in every speech. Understand, we do not drive out the human faces of these things. We do not call to the humans that cause these things. We call to the victims of these things, so they may know heaven hears them. And we are here on earth through the bodies of our spokesmen and women. And if one of the victims carries the cosmic seeds within them, they will know their liberation is near. For they have heard us and know of our presence through your ministry in our name. Coming out of the cosmic stream, we will be continuing our dissertation on holiness, divinity, and cosmic completion in episode 46. I'm Reva Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening.